Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Rock Talk with Victoria Jerome. I'm Victoria Jerome and I am your lovely and friendly relationship coach. In this episode, I'm gonna show you some reasons why you shouldn't engage in premarital sex. Premarital sex is the sexual activities with the opposite sex or with the same sex that you practice before marriage and outside the context of marriage so um and of course premarital sex is something that is now very rampant in society people now consider it as a norm people believe when you engage in premarital sex you do it to belong and as a matter of fact if you are not um, doing it, it means you are not belonged to the society. A lot of people also believe that when you engage in it, when you render sex before marriage, you get to know your partner, you get to know whether they are sexually compatible or whether they are not sexually attractive enough. And this this is now a, a, a normal thing in the society. And of course, premarital sex, which is fornication, is against the will of God. God is not in support of fornication. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18 says, Flee fornication. Flee sexual immorality. Every other sin, you do it outside your body. But for the sexual immorality sin, you do it against your own body. So, um... One of the reasons why you shouldn't um, engage in premarital sex is after handing over your body, you may be dumped. Alright? This person may not this person may not be interested in establishing a relationship with you in the first place. And he or she may only be um, after your body and the moment they get what they want from you, which is your body. They may never want to have anything to do with you again. So to avoid all of that, for your own health sake, you have to um, disengage from premarital sex. All right. Another point I want you to know, reasons why you shouldn't engage in premarital sex is you will not be as attractive as you were. You will not be as attractive as you were before you rendered your body. A lot of people engage in premarital sex and still end up getting married, but the truth is the, the, the cravings will no longer be there, alright? The cravings will no longer be there. You, you will not be as attractive as you were when you you you, you haven't rendered your body. So, uh, as far as the person has gotten what he or she is looking for and they've seen what they are supposed to see in marriage, so it is no longer a new thing. It, the cravings is no longer there. You see a lot of people getting married. Their honeymoon is no longer uh, a normal thing. It's not something that should be cherished. It's not something they should actually, um, you know, um, focus on because they already are engaging in premarital sex. All right. So the cravings will no longer be there. You will not longer be as attractive as you. Unlike people who. Um, who wait before marriage when you wait before marriage you are more sexy you are more you know attractive 
than when you render your body before marriage all right so and you know whatever you are craving for becomes attractive whatever you are craving for is it, it remains attractive and after you get it you may, you may get tired of it easily just like you um cooking a food that is very very sweet and you can't wait to have it you can't wait to have that delicious meal you can't wait to to eat that um delicious uh, meat you want to get a meat from the pot and you you are craving for it that is because you have not eaten it you've not had or just let's say for example there is a food that you haven't uh, eaten before and you you are aware that that food is delicious you are aware that oh the the the, the food is 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 something you is is one in a million and so before you eat that food you'll be craving to eat the food you'll be craving to have it the food will be attractive to you but the moment you eat it once eat it twice you may not really want to you know keep eating and eating although even if you want to be eating it it will not be as it was initially all right you not be as it was initially that is how it is when you render your body before marriage all right take note of that you may not be as attractive as you were before you rendered your body another point i wanted to take note of is trust is broken trust is broken when you render your body before marriage trust is broken yes the person uh, of course believes you you will do it also to the opposite sex when they are not available all right perhaps when you get you are, you are away from them when you travel to a far place and you know it's 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 creates it's creates you know it can lead to lack of trust the person may believe you are also cheating on him or her so as far as you cheat on you cheat with yourselves on god definitely the trust will be broken your partner may believe you will do the same with the opposite sex whenever they are not around all right so another point i want you to take note of is you sin against your body the fourth reasons why you shouldn't engage in premarital sex is you sin against your body first corinthians chapter 6 verse 18 as we read earlier it says um flee fornication that's king james version says flee fornication every sin that a man doeth is without the body but he that committed fornication sinneth against his own body not let's check uh, amplified fashion shun immorality and all sexual looseness flee from impurity in thoughts word or deed any other sin which a man commits is one outside the body but he who commits sexual immorality sins against his own body you see why it is not good to engage in premarital sex all right premarital sex is fornication is fornication adultery is when you uh, are having sex outside marriage that is after you are married you are now you know having sex with another person other than your spouse that's adultery it is also a sexual immorality all right you also sin against your body as far as you have started it when you 
you know when you if you if you could do it before marriage you can also do it there's every tendency that you will also do it in marriage because when your partner is away when your spouse is away you may be tempted to you know have sex with um, another person which of course you do it against your body so you sin against your body that's the fourth point i want you to take note of another point i want you to note down is it could result into unwanted pregnancy it results into unwanted pregnancies there are a lot of baby mamas single uh, mothers uh, single fathers out there who uh, engaged in you know premarital sex and of course you know it could disrupt the plans you have in life that doesn't mean you, you, the plan you have will be changed or will be you know tampered with but it could disrupt your plans what you're supposed to do at a particular point in your life may be postponed all right there are a lot of people out there who never planned to have children who never planned to get married but because they engaged in premarital sex their plans were disrupted all right they had to get married or they had to you know uh start taking care of a child when they are supposed when they haven't even when they haven't taken care of themselves enough all right so it can lead to unwanted pregnancies and there are a lot of baby mamas out there single mothers out there who who uh, were not accepted because they got pregnant and they are left to uh, being alone taking care of their children and you know funding um, their, their feedings and fees school fees and all of that so to avoid all of that to live in the life you want to live and to to leave it uh, at the right time it is uh, advisable to flee from sexual immorality to flee from fornication which is which is premarital sex all right so what can you do to abstain from premarital sex what can you do to abstain from premarital sex firstly define the relationship and communication define the relationship and communication define the relationship know whether the relationship is platonic or romantic know whether it's platonic or romantic platonic relationship is when you both are friends you share ideas you share values together spiritual values you know you you are always together but there is no feelings there is no romantic feeling all right there's you are not emotionally attached you are not bonded together you don't you don't um think about having sex you don't think about having a relationship but you 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 are always together with that platonic relationship now with the opposite sex you are always together you are friends you do what every other friends do but there is no strings attached to it all right that's platonic relationship so define your the relationship whether it is platonic or romantic romantic relationship on the other hand is when the both of you are engaged in romantic um you know uh, activities like you you are, you are you you are not just friends you also um in a relationship or you are having feelings for yourselves there is emotional attachment all right there are strings attached you could you know uh engage in you know um romantic activities and all of that all right so define the relationship whether it is romantic or um 
platonic so know whether you are already in a serious relationship and if you are in a serious relationship that brings us to the second point all right set standards set standards after the first point where when i said define the relationship and communication communicate all right talk to it about uh, uh talk to your partner about it let them know no sex before marriage all right and uh, i said that brings us to the second point which is set standards for yourselves set boundaries all right know when you should visit know how long you should you know cohabit you know and cohabiting itself you should know that okay um this person is not staying alone or there are other people around who could you know caution you in case you are trying to cross your boundaries all right so of course co- long-term cohabitation also can um can lead to several temptations of which you don't you don't want to engage yourselves in so um second point is set standards for yourself and the third point here is get married if you know you cannot hold yourself you should do what get married um first corinthians chapter 7 verse 9 says if you cannot hold yourselves all right if you cannot if you cannot um but if they cannot contain let them marry for it is better to marry than to born that's King James version. It's better to marry than to what? Than to born. Um, amplified version says, but if they have not self-control, restraint of their passions, they should marry. For it is better to marry than to be than to be aflame, all right, with passion and tortured tor- tor- continually with ungratified desire. Hmm. So. If you know you cannot contain, if you know you cannot um, abstain from sex, if you know you cannot hold yourselves, go and get married. As far as you are in love and you know you, this person is someone that you can actually be with, that you can actually spend the rest of your life with, then why not get married? Get married and rather than born, alright? Get married rather than born. I hope you, I hope you enjoyed it this episode and kindly share with your family and friends and like our social media uh, handles facebook victoria jerome relationship and family life coach instagram victoria jerome or vicky jerome see you at our next episode